You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 281, posted February 2021. Were there ever chads in Barovia? Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, a nerd and today only a dungeon master. It's Tuesday night here at the Incomparable Network. We are continuing the adventures of the Dog and Pony Show. That's right, our Curse of Strahd uh, compadres are in Barovia, mixing it up with vampires and all manner of not-so-great things. There's bad druids, there's, I guess there's like people that work for the druids, I don't write these things before I start the introduction. It's really just riffing, and you can tell sometimes more than others. Allow me to introduce our players. They will introduce their characters. I'm really hoping somebody who's not me will give us a reminder of what's going on, because I feel like when I give the recap, it is sign of blame and responsibility to myself that today I'm unwilling to accept. First up, it's all his fault, Micah Sargent. Oh, wow. Um, I play Elevor Landman, the half-elf druid, and also Samus, the saber-toothed tiger. Thank you. Thank you, Micah. Next up, it's really only about 5% Erica's fault. Hi, Erica. Um, five? Sounds low. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I am uh, playing Brildish, the dwarven paladin, uh, and also the dwarven paladin's celestial pony, Pony Sindelarent. Mm-hmm. Dan Morin, I got you pegged at like 17% fault. It's also lower than I thought it would be. I'm going to be honest. It's mainly uh, on Micah. Let's be clear. <laughs> Darn it. I can't, can't blame you. I blame Micah. Mm-hmm. I am playing cast in Onatar's <laughs> Crucible, a warforged cleric. Uh, next up, it's Jane Ritt. Jane, I got you pegged at like 8%. Harsh but fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play Lena Dulina, the human rogue. And last but not least, Aline Sims, you're also you're in the Erica Club with five percent. Oh, um Cheers. I would like a detailed accounting of this math, someone, please. Yeah, could someone do the math? I need to understand this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was told there'd be less math. Uh, we um, leave that as an exercise for the listeners. Please report to us the, by tweet how yeah, many is percentages. Some percentage of it the listeners' fault? Is that what happened? No, Ooh. the rest is all on us. Not this well, guy. And, and how did I I, who play Imra Soliana, the Wood Elf Ranger, and her trusty dog, Anderdite. How would, how did I get to 5%? Like, I want that accounting. Well, 2.5% well, of it is Anderdite's fault, and 2.5% of it is Imra's fault. That's but why? Thank you, Chris. I want, I want the rationale. It's enough to be go uh, around. You did, you did come along places, with. Yeah, there were a variety of places where, through actions and inactions, you enabled uh, Elevore. Uh, there were a lot of times when you could have <laughs> murdered true. him or allowed him to be murdered through your inactions, and none of those happened. So, but you know, you you collectively five percent. Okay. So, good? so I would like to say that at one point I did convince Micah not to ditch Elevore as a ca- character. That's so true. I, I actually feel like I have greater culpability <laughs> yeah, than you were, you were previously I, aware. I was very sad about Elevore being kind of a turkey in our original thing and not I need to make people. some new calculations. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> get yeah, back to me, get please. The full history. Yeah. All right. Let us remind our listeners what is all Elevore's fault. Uh, you have made it to the far away walled city of Kresk, far on the western side of the valley of Barovia, perhaps far from the reach of one Strad von Zarovich. Um, you delivered some wine. The people thought that was great. You were relatively I was going to say well-received. You were received uh, by the Burgermeister. Uh, you did some carpentry. Someone forged some armor. Um, oh, yeah. And you took Arena, uh, uh, Arena Koliana on her last visit to a lake. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just a little, a little bit of light lake tourism uh, <laughs> midpoint in the adventure there, uh, where Irina Goliana disappeared in a swirl of water and air uh, into the embracing arms of the ghost of someone named Sergey. Real strange. Well, you did that. Didn't kill you. And you decided, let's go up the hill to the incredibly spooky abbey. Uh, and so you are now in the incredibly spooky abbey. You have met some of the ad- uh, the. Um, 
inhabitants, such as Ziegfrek and Otto. Uh, they, they appear to be rel- relatives. Uh, the abbot, who was uh, the aforementioned kind of owner-operator of said abbey, uh, he has a companion, uh, a woman named uh, Vasilica. Uh, and it seems like there's a variety of other creatures uh, that live in and around the abbey grounds, um, who I believe uh, Otto and Zygvrek have have mentioned uh, to be their relatives. But your interactions with the abbey were uh, with the abbot were somewhat strange, and Elvor uh, took the moment to uh, speak to him uh, in a language that I don't think any of the rest of you can speak. Is that true? Seems Correct. unlikely. So Elvor, um, what did the, what did what did your words sound like to those who are not fluent in the tongue? Oh, great. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> Wait, hold on. I got to remember what yeah. I said before. Uh, okay. Salasio Sanda. So you heard uh, uh, Elavor speak in that way, and uh, the abbot uh, seemed to kind of transform into this <laughs> being of light and wings and ivory skin and sing back to Elavor. And all of you were a bit starstruck by that. Uh, there is a, a, a moment and the abbot is the abbot again. He's a, you know, young man, looks like maybe late 20s, early 30s, uh, dressed in a simple brown robe, a uh, big religious symbol around his chest, uh, and says, oh, pardon me. Uh, it has been so long since I have heard my native tongue. I think I lost concentration there for a second. <clears throat> and he looks around at all of you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll a religion check, see if I know what the <laughs> heck just happened. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell the listeners what you rolled, Dan? Because it's uh, I, a podcast. I rolled a four. Mm-hmm. What's your religion modifier? Three. <laughs> So when you say you rolled a four, you mean... I rolled a natural one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, ro- I rolled a natural was, two. Mine was a seven because I rolled a natural five. Wow. So I think it's safe to say that many of you are very startled uh, to find yourself sitting around a dining room table um, looking at this strange being uh, that, you know, like it's still kind of burned into your eyes, even though the abbot is just sitting there again, of this wondrous uh, creature with glowing, glistening um, golden wings. Could I Um, possibly have advantage on a religion check since I sort of invoked his angelic form? All right, let's do this twice and see what we get. All right, 21! Woo! Woo! I got a natural 20 plus one. Well, Elavor, it seems like uh, the the abbot's reaction to your words uttered in the celestial tongue seems like uh, verified perhaps what your suspicions were, that the abbot is indeed a celestial being. Uh, Specifically, even I'll say with the 21, uh, you recognize the type of angel he is. He is a diva, which is one of several angels that live on the celestial planes. Um, And maybe that is something you have read about or seen in an an illuminated manuscript, but probably had yet to ever see with your own mortal eyes. Elavor says, Sandayara Sando, which translates to, do you know Beyonce? In celestial, <laughs> um, he's a diva. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the abbot just says in common. I do not think I've had the pleasure. Um, <laughs> the abbot kind of looks up at the uh, the ceiling and claps and says, "Clovis, some some music, please." And there is uh, kind of the sound of some uh, viola music drifting down. It's a bit of a jaunty jig, and uh, Vasilka holds out her hand to you, Elavor, because you were about to dance uh, with the abbot's friend. I'm absolutely doing that. So we will do. Um, let's see. I've got plus three on that. Roll dancing. One. Performance check. 14 on a performance check. All right. So Elavor and Basilica are dancing a uh, a jaunty jig uh, in the middle of this chamber here in the Abbott side room. Uh, the rest of you are um, 
uh, you know, just standing at the table. I guess you could decide if you're conversing with the abbot, uh, avoiding eye contact by watching um, uh, Elevor and Vasilica. Uh, you haven't seen Otto or Siegfried in a little while. They, they were not here for the abbot's uh, transformation. Um, and it seems safe to conclude that there is a another uh, person nearby, uh, one Clovis, that the, the abbot spoke to, who must be within hearing distance uh, of the abbot. Um, Yes. So when so, you so. were saying that you didn't, you could barely remember how long you'd been looking out for this family, uh, and said that it was your order, can we safely conclude that it was in fact you? Oh well, I perhaps I should have said my orders. Yes, we have been here for very long, um, very long, long. It's been a long time. And are are there others of your kind in Barovia that you know? No, there. I know with certainty I am all alone here. That's very sad. I'm afraid I've never had the pleasure of meeting a being such as yourself. I am fascinated to I know more about you. I have never met a being such as you, Crucible. Well, that is a distinct wow. pleasure in both directions, then. Not that each of you is not unique in your many fascinating ways, but we do have so few visitors here in Barovia, and fewer still that trek to the Abbey of St. Mardikov. Uh, these visitors would like to leave, if possible, but they find themselves beset by the same um, curses that all of the other visitors fall prey to. Uh, do you know of any ways out of Barovia? There are none. I, too, am a victim of this curse. It was not my intention to be here all these many years, uh, but the way home for me is sealed as well. How, How did, did you, you find get yourself here? here? Yeah. I came here. Well, it's time is different here, but I suppose you would think in terms of years? Well, it would probably have been several hundred of them ago. Uh, I came here. Uh, to observe the works of St. Mardikov, a, a good saint, a good man who was building up this abbey to care for the weak and the poor and the injured and the neglected. Um, and sadly, this was this was the before times. Barovia was a, a different place then. Uh, it had been bar barely been called Barovia at those times. Uh, and it was, well, I suspect you're familiar with the work of the people call him the devil. Uh, we call him but, the strudel dude. Mm, that is a new, a new nomenclature for me. We're trying to spread it around. We hope you'll continue to use it. I will take that under advisement. We think perhaps devil confers upon him too much power and too much fear. Perhaps if we could reduce people's fear of him, they might feel more willing to challenge his authority. That is a noble effort, but I say that you should take him quite seriously, as I assure you I do as well. The uh, the jig kind of uh, uh, fades out, uh, Elevor, if you want to uh, rejoin the conversation or keep dancing. Um, I think he'll keep dancing. I think that he wants to see if he can't get any more out of, I forgot her name. Basilica. Basilica. Um, but I don't know if you all want to keep talking to the abbot or if you want me to do a little bit with Basilica. Let's do a Vasilica aside. All righty. Um, Vasilka, you're such a wonderful dancer. She nods her head appreciatively up and down. Um, so I, I must ask, um, have, have you always lived here uh, in, in the Abbey? She nods her head affirmatively. Interesting, interesting. And is it your purpose... Is it your life's purpose to entertain guests of the abbot? She shakes her head no. Okay. Um, hmm. I understand that, you know, we must speak in, in yes or no questions. Is, would you be able to tell me what your purpose is if it is a yes or no question? She shakes her head yes. Ah, oh, wonderful. I'm glad that I have earned your trust, at least in this small way. She kind of steps back and curtsies. Aw. Um, 
Do you know the vampire Strahd? She shakes her head slowly, yes. Do, do you consider him an enemy? She's not sure how to respond. Hmm. Do you feel safe around the vampire Strahd? Um, again, she's uncertain. She gives you a quizzical look. Do you feel safe around the abbot? She shakes her head, yes. Do the people who live here feel safe around the abbot, the other people? She shakes her head vigorously, yes. Okay, and then one last question. Is the abbot responsible for the way the creatures look? She shakes her head, yes. Okay, I... I can't think of anything else to ask her that would be yes okay. or no. You continue to dance. The conversation, uh, meanwhile, back at the table continues. Can I roll insight to see if I, to see what I think his opinion of Strahd is? You is it ask. fear, sure. grudging respect? Yeah, go ahead. Ask him. Or uh, roll insight. I don't think you have directly asked him, which you could as well. But yeah, feel yeah. free to roll insight because uh, you have, you, Strahd has come up. Oh, only a 16. Uh, it seems like, I think, concern. So, I I feel like a powerful being such as yourself, if, he do, if they do not wish to be stuck here in these lands, if anyone could raise a challenge against the devil, it would be you. Have you attempted this? Have you considered it? It is not my way. If others were to challenge Strahd's authority, would you be able to lend support in some way? I would need to be extremely careful in how I chose to do that. I have managed to live here in quiet solitude for all these past centuries and continue my work. And the devil has led me, left me to my devices for the most part. There are times when I am asked for things, but. Uh, I value his disinterest in my activities. Does the devil know of your true nature? Uh, I believe he suspects it. What sort of things does he ask for? Um, well, the one that has been concerning me for many uh, past decades is Vasilica. Hmm. What, what does he want with her? She is to be his bride. I have con constructed who? her for him to his specifications. Oh what is God. it with people making dolls slash people for other people in this place? Barovia sucks, man. It is not my favorite of the realms. Does, uh, how does Vasilica feel about this? Um, I do not think it is would be her first choice. So she's like a special order? Yes. Well, the, uh, to, the, to the extent I can, the, the Siegfried and Otto provide the materials that I have used to construct her. Oh my god, they're grave robbers. Does she look like Irina? Uh, no, she does not. She does not bear any particular re resemblance to Irina. Is she made after, oh, what was her name? Tatiana? Tatiana. We've, we've learned of Strahd's love when he was alive, who escaped his grasp. Um, I will admit that my, the, the resources I had available to me and my own feelings for what Vasilica would appreciate may have deviated somewhat from Strahd's specific desires. Strahd is a monster, a, a terrible man with terrible appetites. If if you care for Vasilica, you will stand with us against him and prevent him from taking more than he already has. It is not just myself that I, I must look after. There is the the entire Bellevue family here is in my is 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 I am their caretaker. If something were to happen to me, many, many dozens would suffer. But so many basically... are already suffering throughout Barovia. The one lesson that Barovia teaches you is you could always suffer more. Good God. Does he have any, like, glow about him anymore? Or is he just sort of... Not so much. Deep down in this, has he become 
no good anymore? Uh, he I'm seems, you know, no, he's not cheery. That's for sure. I know I, I'm not I, really talking to him. I just, can he manifest himself as that being for very long? Or like, has he lost his power? I'm kind of curious. Oh, I think he returned to his normal form. Mm-hmm. Right. I just, given that he's he, a dadgum angel, you'd think that he could strawed if he wanted to. And so it's kind of odd to me that he, maybe divas aren't everything they think they are. Must be. So, if, if we decided, Strahd is also extremely powerful. If we decided to mount a challenge against Strahd, would you stand in our way? I would. You seem like good people. We you are. speak in a way that I have not heard in, in ever so long. Your friend Elavor, he seems special. That is a perfect word for our pal Elavor. I will tell you, I have grown fond of Basilica. At first, she was just a just a creation, something I had built out of flesh and, and bone. But she is a person now, and I do not think that she would like to spend the rest of her existence living in that dark and gloomy castle. I suspect that she might be willing to help you in your quest. But you wouldn't? Well, I need to stay here. There are people I must care for. I, if you needed healing and were to come here, I would do all that I could. I, in fact, even have abilities that go beyond your mundane types of healing. Like even to make healing someone, potions that we could take along with us? I could provide you some of these. If one of your allies were to fall in battle and you were to return here swiftly, I could revive them. Oh my goodness. Wow. I oh, that is too. very kind like of you. Once a day. <laughs> Yeah, but you take a diamond. It, yeah, but like, come on, we, everyone's got payment, man. How many diamonds do you have on your crucible? I think only one. Really? I thought you got like I thought you got more than that. No, I thought I only bought one because it was expensive. Oh, that could that, that might be. Like you, know what's more expensive, you know what's more expensive, Dan? Death. Death. <laughs> yeah. Fair. I don't know. Uh, I yeah. feel like death is cheap. Uh, I rolled uh, a twelve insight on just his. If I anyone just would to see know, how... it'd be Erica. Would know the cost. <laughs> I just want to see how in earnest I thought he was. I don't know how much a 12 gets me as far as that goes. He seems very earnest. Um, Lena sort of does an aside to the group and is like, this is as the cards told us. <laughs> Trust Madame Eva. Listen and to the, the birds. birds. Listen uh, to the birds. <laughs> oh, I th- yes, Madame Eva. She is very wise. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Team Huddle. I'll back off. <laughs> Crucible looks at him kind of like, like, beatifically and says i think we must count you as an ally then you seem like a good sort and i think when push comes to shove your true nature will be to support us yeah benevolent of you to think so i do anything else i can tell you i have been here for many centuries uh go ahead go ahead Oh, uh, I do worry about Vasilica. Does she possess any skills in combat or any sort of magic ability? We we are ultimately moving with the goal of going against the devil. Uh, the abbot uh, stands up and he picks up his uh, uh, the chair that he was sitting at and he tosses it to Vasilica and then kind of mimes like a, a smashing uh, gesture with his hands and Vasilica just crushes the chair into splinters. That's with hot. Her, just with her bare hands. That Very good. Mouth open, like, that could have been Elevore. That speaks, <laughs> right, that speaks so much more to your dancing ability. You're so light. Brothers marches and over and amazing. shakes her hand. All right, hold on. <laughs> I will interrupt the dancing because that was great. You're gonna you're gonna uh, challenge this person to a uh, an arm oh, wrestling golly. contest? Roll this. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> that I'm, might be problems. I'm moderately wise. Mm-mm, moderately. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not at all intelligent, but I am. I am moderately wise. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the uh, the abbot tells you, Vasilka is quite strong. I would not underestimate her. Certainly would not. not. Dream of it. Not. At this point, so can are we? Get, do you have to send Vasilka away to Strahd, or can Vasilka sort of stay here while we handle our business? I have been before uh, we make the choice to send her off. I've been I've been training her here. Um, 
uh, and her, her training has perhaps taken longer than uh. the, the, the devil would like, but I have assured him it was necessary, and I think that that training could continue as long as is necessary. Understood. Um, Do you have any information about either the drowned city of Berez or perhaps the Devil's Castle itself? Because those are two places that we definitely plan on going. And anything you could tell us would be very helpful. What would you like to know about them? Uh, well, we are planning on going to Berez to look for uh, some magic weapon of some sort. And... Um, uh, apparently there's a Baba Yaga there, and if you know anything about yes. her, if she has any weaknesses, or if she's extra susceptible to any particular type of uh, of damage, or if she just any you know, type of gifts, yeah, if she's like she if she likes riddles or something, avoid her or <laughs> trick her or what are her likes and dislikes, put her to sleep. <laughs> uh, Does well, she like pina coladas and walking doesn't. in the rain? Um. Just checking stats. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, hold on, let me bring Claus. out my dossier on the Baba Yaga. I've got it right here. Oh gosh, <laughs> well, flipping through the. It was like some time ago that uh, Berez invoked uh, Strahd's disfavor. Uh, there was a woman that he had demanded be turned over to them, and when they resisted, he punished the whole town. You can see why some in Barovia are not quick to rise up against him. And so he diverted an entire river and drowned the town. Its swampy ruins still remain. I believe it is a haunted place. There will likely be some ghosts there. Uh, and he uh, t turned it over to uh, perhaps one of his most loyal servants, Baba Lazaga. Um, she is a, uh, a, a follower of Mother Night. Um, some say that she was Strahd's nursemaid. Um, and she lives there in a in a in a in a house that is said to walk about the swamp. What uh. what do you know about Strahd as a as a human in the the long long ago? Like I was <sighs> when I first arrived here, Strahd was a human. He was just a man, an ambitious man. Uh, he sought power and glory and fortune and knowledge. Sought to, to master weapons and the dark arts. Um, and then something very horrible happened. Of, of the, I am not certain of what, but he transformed into something else. If How did are, he gain so much power? Uh, he made some kind of pact with the, uh, the forces that keep him alive or in, in a perpetual state of undeath. But at the same time, he is trapped here as well. I mean, the, the curse placed upon Borovia traps him here as well in this sad, despondent land that he can never leave. Well, it's probably good for the rest of the realms. This is true. I is suppose there so. a way that he could be defeated if he were matched in combat? Or is there some weakness he might possess? Surely <laughs> these forces he has made a pact with do not grant him power unlimited. I believe that uh, you have already met Madame Eva, and she knows uh, she knows Strahd perhaps better than anyone any any other person who walks the lands of Barovia, and I and I believe she knows of ways that you could find powerful allies, powerful weapons, and more information about his nature. Well, she definitely led us here to you and to Basilica, and so I suppose it is Basilica's destiny to uh, accompany you. Well, we had a, a different companion who is now gone, so it would be kind of nice to sort of bring the party back up to our, our normal number. I don't know how and Pony will feel about this, but... I, I actually I, want to, would like to know or ask uh, about our friend. Um, we were in oh, the yeah. village and she was taken away. Can we get her back? Do you know anything of this? Two. I don't know. She she was she walked into drawn the water. To the lake. She's in that yeah. really blue lake that you have that sort of heals people. And she uh, walked yes. into it. Uh, some 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 being reached its hand out and somebody took named her, Sergey. Yeah, Sergey. Yeah, and said that she would be safe where he was taking her. But she seemed pretty happy sure? about it. She seemed happy. Yeah, Sergey was Strahd's 
brother. If you were to tell me a friend of yours had been pulled into a lake anywhere else in Barovia, I would assure you that they were dead. But that lake is a special place, a holy place, a safe place. And that is very strange, the story that you have told me. Hmm. What I will say is that we now have a 100% track record for liberating Strahd's would-be brides. <laughs> True. So Basilica really <laughs> may not be safe anywhere in these lands, but we She's will do the best that we can. She is perhaps best off with us, yes. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, I believe that Basilica is trained in the, the arts of combat you will still find useful. We have been working on her, her dancing and etiquette. Um, I was intended to deliver her sometime soon. Uh, it might be best that she wait here until you are destined uh, to head to uh, Castle Ravenloft, for if she was seen out and about uh, on the road, that might raise questions. That'll Indeed, give that Pony some more time to uh, to get used <laughs> to the idea. Yeah. The one thing um, I was missing, there, I was supposed to uh, arrange some kind of wedding dress for her. And, well, there are limited options here in Barovia. I was seeking to planning to come to some kind of arrangement with the Burgermeister, and perhaps he could send a party to Velaki where they might have a suitable tailor. And it's tall, yeah. tall thing. We know where we could steal one from. The uh, oh, <laughs> it's used probably though. Mm -hmm. I Everything could also, in Barovia is used. I could also create one, given the raw materials <gasps> to do so. Oh, I mean, it's a horrifying union. I'm at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Do is you... so cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like an underlayment of armor. Yeah. Yeah, like chainmail, like... chainmail lace wedding dress. Yeah. No, and it looks like decorative. Like yeah. it's like a cool metal corset, but it's, it's actually very functional. <laughs> it's. Yeah. I want a cool metal uh... corset. All right, where am I going to put this? Wedding dresses for everybody. Yes! Makeover, makeover, makeover. When all six of us come in in like veiled wedding dresses. That's the best undercover move ever. Hello to you. I am wonderful and I want to marry you. Surprise wedding with six brides and all of them with swords. Yeah, you know the, yeah. old, the old movie, uh, Seven Brides for Strahd. And yeah. lots of garlic. We are storming our... Ravenloft and we are looking delicious. All right. I am putting Vizilica's stat block in the slack for you all. Um, Could we so... also ask the abbot if he knows how to destroy a vampire and if garlic actually is a good one to do it? You can ask that in a second. Brillish uh, just, is going to Just insist. for reference, uh, Vizilica is mechanically a flesh golem. <laughs> That is a horrible name for a She would prefer to just be called Basilica. Uh, she's pretty powerful, but kind of slow moving. So mm -hmm. her armor class is not very high, but she's got 93 hit points. Wow. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, if wow, she... she's immune to like everything. Lightning, oh, poison, yeah, she's piercing, slashing. Yeah. Is fire real bad for her, though? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's averse to fires. Mm -hmm. Um also, a mutable form. She can't be like polymorphed or anything. Oh, and we um, can heal her with lightning. Yeah, lightning. <gasps> <laughs> lightning absorption. Wow. Tank, oh, tank, tank. Deck. Yeah. Um, she also, uh, uh, you know, yeah, the abbot, <laughs> the abbot kind of whispers to you, just as an aside, should she lose about half her hit points, she may go berserk. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, you know, I, I feel like we should ask Basilica, um, since she is a being with her own free uh -huh. will. Um, Agency, yeah. Yeah, uh, Basilica, um, we have grave concerns about your husband-to-be and all things being equal, we would prefer to free you from this obligation. Uh, mm -hmm. But going against him might be dangerous. Would you be willing to assume some risk to be free of this? Vasilika is a challenging creature for uh, podcasting purposes, but because uh, her nonverbal response is... Is that oh, she cracks? Yeah. Oh, she cracks her knuckles. <laughs> Pun punches her hand and cracks oh my her God. knuckles. <laughs> Brildish comes over and uh, gives her a fist bump. Yeah. It's well, Lena, sturdy. I think you're off the hook for being Brildish's new best friend. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Aww, so, Aww. Um, so let me see. You were asking. Uh, sorry, I did a, a, an aside. Uh, we found happy moments in Barovia. Oh, and I never vampire. The abbot is like, oh, 
I'm glad that she is capable of friendship. I was unsure about that. The first several experiments were <laughs> Check it off tragic. your list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so you asked about Berez, uh, Castle Ravenloft. Uh, well, Strahd named it after his mother. That's, that's a nice, nice thought. Her name was Ravenloft? Uh, I believe her name was Queen Ravonia. <laughs> oh, that makes more friends. sense. That was mm. also my thought. Mm. It's okay. Uh, you asked, I, I, to my knowledge, uh, the I have never seen him eating garlic, but I do not believe he has any innate aversion to it. Um, I could have sworn. <laughs> <laughs> Is there yeah. anything that just a leave vampire... It, leave, leave... Leave the abbot a, a garlic clove so that he can <laughs> he can case. slip it the next time Stroud visits. Yeah, see if there's um, an experiment. Well, even though uh, Stroud von Zarovich may be the most powerful of all vampires, he does have uh, some of their basic uh, fundamental flaws in that they are beings of the night and beings of evil and darkness. Uh, he cannot enter a residence without an invitation from one of the occupants. Um, Seriously? That's a real thing? That's Elvor says that. Uh, the abbot nods his head. Seriously. <laughs> um, uh, you know what this be... means? We need to buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> and take would, it everywhere. Rent, would a wagon count? Yeah. No. <laughs> Rats. Do, the abbot looks at you and cocks and says, is a wagon a house? <laughs> no. Uh, Whoa, is a hot dog a sandwich? Our friend Rictavio has a wagon that basically is a residence. Uh, Tiny house. Yeah. I Ti the tiny he, house movement has not made it to Barovia. I, I suspect he lives in a tower for a reason, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know Rectavio. <laughs> I've been here for many, many years. Um, has he ever actually told you a full story or is that kind of his <laughs> thing? He always says he has a story to tell. And he never tells it. Is that sort of what we can expect from Rectavio? From what I have seen, yes. <laughs> okay, thank you. I was... Uh, yeah. Where was I? Uh, Strahd cannot be submerged in running water or he will take damage. <laughs> Like a cat. Uh, I suppose. I think he will take more damage than a cat. Um, <laughs> the traditional way to incapacitate a vampire is to drive a wooden stake into its heart while it is incapacitated his feet. in its coffin. Um, so it needs to be in its coffin with running water and then stake to the heart? I think the running water is... Uh, that would be for a different scenario. Okay, I'm sorry, gotcha. what what kind of steak? Like a raw steak? Wooden steak. Oh, okay, that's different. That's, gotcha. So that's like, like a wooden model of a steak? steak. Mm. Is there any particular wood that is best? Uh, I believe that ash is good. Pine will do. Uh, Golthias tree, definitely not. Okay, good to know. <laughs> Mahogany, right out. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, all vampires are extremely sensitive to sunlight. Though, of course... How often does the sun shine in Barovia? Not often. Is that why the sun doesn't shine in Barovia? Mm. I'll tell you, it used to shine. Huh. huh. In addition to being a vampire, he is, of course, an extremely powerful magic user. Uh, he's capable of changing shape. Uh, he can turn into a variety of forms. I believe that the people have spoken of him turning into mists and wolves and bats all manner of horrible creatures. Yeah, I think we saw the bats. And it is said he can command bats and rats and even the undead at times. Oh, dear. I just had a thought. Um, Elevor, and if he looks into your eyes, he can control your soul. Oh, we saw him do that, too. Is there a way to protect against that? Uh, survive on a DC-17 wisdom saving throw, he says. <laughs> good to know, good to know. In Celestial. <laughs> you know. I, I now like to believe that you can totally talk about the rules of D&D, &D, but you have to do it in Celestial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Elevor is going to kneel down before, um, mm -hmm. before the abbot and, um, in Celestial, will ask to beg one boon. And then in Common, he will say, uh, many of us have some level of magical ability. And I wanted to know, uh, in a place with such little light, if you happen to have any magical weaponry, say a wand or a spell book, that could uh, 
help us to bring light to a dark place that could provide sunlight in a dark place that we could use against the vampire Strahd? Um, let me think on that. <laughs> I, I, there are some things here. It's been a while. I may need to check the basement, the attic and the other wing. Um, Hmm. Hmm. I will. I will. I will find you something before you depart to help you. Thank Some you token. so much. Give me two levels, Elavor. Mm. Two levels. I need two <laughs> levels before I get a spell. But let's be. I'll give sunlight. you two levels, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me level with you. Um, My Iota. <laughs> are there other things that you would like to ask this the most ancient of all creatures in Borovia? Uh, I I understand now your um, reticence to fight Strahd head on. You know, you have uh, creatures who you are protecting. Um, however, there may be some in Barovia who uh, are f- fed up and more reckless and who would be willing to aid us or, you know, in this potentially uh, certainly desperate but potentially hopeless battle. Uh, do you know of anyone who we might be able to enlist, um, such as Vasilika, such as others we have met along the way? Have you met the Mardikov family? We have. Yes. They are They are those that, that work the most actively to oppose Strahd and have so far uh, evaded his detection. Do you know where their other uh, magical seeds went to? Because they had three of them. As you probably know, because you've been here for so long, as you keep uh, reminding mm-hmm. me. Um, and we just went and got one back from some nasty druids on a very, very steep hill. And uh, and there were two other ones. And I'm told that they could make different kinds of wine with these other seeds. And mm-hmm. I'm a little bit bored with the same red wine that we've uh, had ever since we got here. And I miss beer so much. Um, so I'm just wondering if you know about the whereabouts of those seeds, because I understand it is not an important thing to do right now, but just in the long run, I, I, I feel like the Mardikov family could use those seeds. Each of those seeds was eventually taken by Strahd's agents. The first one, many, many years ago, uh, I believe was delivered and is kept by him somewhere in Castle Ravenloft. Oh. The second one, a few years back, was delivered to him, and he gave it to his most prized servant, the Baba Lazaga in Berez. And the third, oh. most recently stolen and then returned by the Druids of Yester Hill, of which you know more than I. Tell me, were there ever Chads in Barovia? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Wow. That seems good. <laughs> it's true. Um, a bell begins ringing. Dong, dong, dong. Uh, and, uh, and, and Zigfrick and Otto uh, kind of uh, lope into the room. And he says, uh, pardon me, it is time to, to feed the inhabitants of the Abbey. Uh, this will take me a little bit of time. You feel free to um, wait here or accompany me and uh, I'll be back shortly. This will take a little bit of time. Uh, Ziegfrick and Otto uh, make their way over and there's basically like a giant it must be like you know an 80 gallon pot of stew that's been simmering on the uh, the hearth there and they have like a little cart uh, and a, and one of them's like loading the the, uh, the big hot steaming cauldron of stew onto the cart and the other one is pushing a second cart uh, stacked with bowls and, and kind of wooden spoons uh, and the abbot heads over to kind of uh, supervise and observe them I feel I'll good go about this situation, and I do not want to learn any more about it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I feel like I've never heard those words come out of Lena's mouth. I feel good about this situation. I know. It's just like, what? It's, oh, I know, but like, come on. So you'd like to learn more. Um, <laughs> no. no I, is unendingly curious and will always be interested to know more. Right. Let's just go to bed. <laughs> uh, I do when, not require uh, sleep, Lena the, Jolina. <laughs> when, the, when the soup gets to, to Brildish, she's going to start sort of grumpily just putting a bunch of garlic in it because she knows it's not good for vampires anymore. <laughs> so uh, they specifically seem to be loading up the soup onto carts to take out of this room. Um, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So Otto and the Abbot, and I've got too many tokens in here. Uh, Otto and Zigfrick are wheeling carts with soup and bowls uh, out of this uh, kind of, uh, I don't know what to call this. Uh, banquet hall that you're hanging out in uh and so they uh he, the abbot says 
I will return shortly. Uh, it's if anyone wanted to uh, accompany them, you have been invited. Um, uh, Vasilka is hanging out here. Um, I think I'll you go. Know that, if that Vasilka wouldn't, is, if Vasilka would have went, then Elevor would have went. But Vasilka is going to go. With they're kind of buddies. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go. All right. So splitting the party. So Crucible and okay. Imra are going to go uh, with um, as well as Samus. the Abbot. Okay. Uh, and Androdite is staying where, Imra? Does it matter? Um, Androdite's coming with. Okay. So half of you are going to accompany the Abbot. Uh, Lena Delina, you are going to stay here with Elevor and, and Vasilica? Yeah. Yeah. And Broldus, you're going to stay here as well? Yep. All right. So uh, about half are, are, are in place. So the bell is ringing. Uh, it sounds like the bell is probably coming from... Uh, the the building that you are all, all in and above you um so uh the abbot otto uh Zigfric, um with uh crucible and imra and animals in tow uh exit uh the kind of main building of the uh the abbey and are out in the little kind of courtyard uh between things um uh, Otto and uh, Zigfrick start pouring uh, some of the soup into little bowls, and they're going to these, uh, they take turns running back and forth between their carts, and um, there are various little, they, you would have thought probably they were just like storage compartments, but there's these kind of like lockers, cabinets around the edges of the uh, uh, of the courtyard, and they're all kind of, there's a lot of scratching and rattling at them, and uh, they're kind of carefully opening uh, each of these things, handing in uh, a bowl full of stew, uh, kind of taking a, a, an old, uh, sad-looking bowl with uh, dried stew on it from the bottom of the little uh, li little uh, room that they're opening, and, and running back and forth between the cart, uh, clearly delivering stew to uh, many people. Uh, who live in these little, uh, I don't want to call them cubbies, around the... Um, Cells? Um, yeah, <laughs> around... Would like to... I was avoiding that terminology. Um, around the courtyard. Uh, Siegfried Slightly leaves... better than cages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Siegfried leaves a bowl of uh, of stew on the, uh, the edge of the well um, and carefully leaves a bowl of stew uh, just on the periphery of... Uh, uh, the creature that was kind of uh, flapping around uh, in a circle where it was uh, tied to a uh, tied to a stake here. And then uh, the abbot is just kind of supervising all this, nodding his head. Uh, they look like they're, they still have a great deal of stew uh, to, uh, to dispense. It looks like they are headed for the, uh, the large building on the north side of the, uh, the abbey grounds. Can I inquire of you what afflictions has stricken these people? Um, the abbot says, uh, sadly, many. Um, when I first came here, the Bellevue, Bellevue family, uh, the original Bellevues, uh, there were many of them, and they were uh, they were afflicted with uh, with leprosy. Uh, I attempted to cure them and uh, transform them into the forms that they sought to be in, but some of my work was less perfect than others, and. My work continues on their descendants. Mm. In addition to their various physical challenges, sadly, many of them are quite mad. <laughs> are there any resources you have need of that we could help provide, perhaps retrieve for you in order to ease their suffering or perhaps affect some sort of cure or remedy or treatment? Their condition is a complex mismatch of mental health genetic abnormalities that they have inherited and my own so far insufficient magical attempts i suspect this will be the work of many of uh my, my, this will be my work for some time to come understood but perhaps do do not of course hesitate to call upon us if we may be of service in this regard uh, the abbot and Siegfried and Otto, uh, they, they, they start leading the way over uh, to the doorway to this structure on the, uh, the north side of the courtyard. Meanwhile, back in the south, south building. Uh, so, Elevor, Broldish, Lena Delina, and Vasilica, uh, the ringing bell has stopped ringing. Just to remind you, uh, you're in this this kind of uh, nice little banquet hall where you've met uh, you met the abbot and Vasilica. Uh, there were when you came in uh, clearly stairs down to a lower level and stairs up 
to an upper level of the structure. I assume that Broldish is just handing her things to crush. <laughs> I mean, they're not my things, but but yes. they're things. But, yes. but they are things. <laughs> um, just garlic paste oozing down her wrists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vasilka, uh, do you eat? I was wondering about that. She too. kind of nods her head, says, shakes her head, no. Ah, I'm feeling rather peckish myself. I feel it would be rude to um, eat in front of you. Do you do you feel it's are are you good? She just you know does the uh, kind of shrugs like no big. Yeah, gesture to you. Would you like to come sit with us while we sort of do She's, that energy? She thing nods. We do? Her, she nods her head appreciatively uh, and comes and sits with you at the table. Cool. Watch as you eat. Um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> She's just kind of staring at you. Probably the, probably the abbot didn't eat much either, so, you know, not right. a lot of opportunities to <laughs> That's observe. That's true. Um, so, uh, Elevor, uh, Broldus, and Lena, you're just going to hang out and enjoy some, some stew with uh, yeah. in the presence of Basilica? Mm-hmm. You don't want to sneak off and do anything dangerous? Le- Lena, like, <laughs> you know that she loves to sneak off and do dangerous things, mm-hmm. that but is she the, seems uh, the so I am dangling so, right here. <laughs> yeah, she seems so superstitious that, like, if she turns over a rock, she's gonna find worms. Okay. Um, I'm with so. you. I'm with Lena Dulina. What? Uh, just like I don't want to mm-hmm. mess this up. Okay. <laughs> this, yeah, and Brildish has been so. awesome. Someone in the uh, from the floor above you starts playing the viola again. It's kind of a slow. Kind of, uh, kind of sad, kind of slow, mournful kind of song. Meanwhile, back on the north side of the courtyard, uh, the abbot has a big chain uh, with this religious iconography on it, and there's also a key on it, and he takes it out and unlocks the door and leads your way into uh, the north wing of the abbey. Zigfric and Otto are pushing a uh, um, their carts of stew and and and, and bowls uh, along with him. Uh, this room is quite loud you hear kind of the sounds of screaming and shrieking and chattering uh of clearly dozens of voices calling out on top of each other uh and uh you know you you head into this the first room here uh looks like at one point it might have been uh an office uh but it's it's has not been used that way in quite some time the furniture is all kind of falling apart um you see a stairway leading to an upper level uh here and then uh one long a um hallway with what can only be described as uh cell doors and windows looking into uh chambers full of creatures pony's peeking in the door he wants to see where they went all right uh also Patrolling up and down the uh, uh, the the corridor is what appears to be uh, a flesh golem, uh, but it does not seem uh, hostile uh, to you. Uh, the corridor, um, you know, it's just it's it's loud. There's all this kind of cackling and screaming uh, and people yelling over each other. It smells horrible. Uh, it's it's gloomy. It's not well lit. Uh, and then there's this monstrous lumbing, lumbering shape of a flesh golem that comes kind of wandering out of the gloom. Uh, the abbot kind of greets it, and then it continues its patrol. Seems sad. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, the abbot, Otto, and uh, and Siegfried, uh begin moving up and down uh, the hallway, handing bowls of stew into uh, through through the. Um, the barred doors uh into uh to handing them to the inhabitants of these various rooms here uh these seem to be uh there's several dozen uh presumably uh relations of the Bellevue family uh they all seem to be in various strange uh strange states uh both physically and mentally um Many of them, again, have kind of a mismatch of kind of animal appearances. Uh, some of them are fighting. Some of them are sitting quietly, singing off key. Uh, some of them are very hungry, looking at you and waiting for their food expectantly. Um, and it's a, it's a very strange, very strange scene. Uh, so it's going to take uh, the Abbot and Otto and Zigfrick a while to, uh, to, to feed all these creatures their bowls of stew. Crucible will offer to help ladle okay. out stew. All right, Crucible uh many hands make light work so crucible is helping late let's do uh imra you're along for this ride do you want to be doing anything 
I'll ask the abbot how I can help. Okay. Uh, so the abbot is is very excited. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, Otto and Siegfried can only do so much, and so uh, you you all pitch in and are uh, and delivering stew uh, to to various creatures. It is quite a strange sight. Uh, I will just uh, I'll just kind of describe these rooms uh, one at a time. Uh, so. Uh, this first first chamber on your left, um, it looks like it, it was at one point some kind of like, you know, maybe nice bedchamber, uh, but the furniture has all been destroyed. Uh, there's uh, three kind of sh- shrieking uh, uh, Bellevues in there that kind of ca- cower uh, at the sight of you at the door as you leave uh, bowls of soup uh, by the door. One of them looks like they're they're holding something shiny. Um in the next room up, um, this one seems a little bit more uh, out of control. There's there's uh, there's another uh, a quartet of of, of bellews there, but they appear to be in kind of more of a fight. There's wreckage all around this room, while a fifth watches the fight and cackles. Um, it's 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 very strange. Um, uh, in the uh, moving on down the hall, there's a a group of seven Bellevues uh, seated in the middle of the room, forming a circle, uh, and they appear to be it looks maybe like singing or chanting something, attempting to do it in unison, uh, but not not really. The abbot kind of you know gives them a peaceful look and places seven bowls by the door uh, that they don't seem too interested in uh, yet. Uh, the the furthest at the end of the chamber, the northmost chamber, uh, there's nine Bellevues in here, and they are they. Are hungry they're all waiting by the door silently uh looking at you eagerly and grab their bowls as they're uh, put through the bars and kind of run to various corners to eat uh looking over their shoulders uh suspiciously um you come back around the uh the the other far end of the hallway here uh it does look like there's a door at the end of the hallway that that leads north out of the uh, uh out of the uh the abbey uh to the abbey grounds itself uh let's see here do, do, do. Uh, the next room here at the end, um, this is, uh, this room, uh, contains a fort, uh, that, that the, uh, the Bellevues seem to have made out of pieces of shattered furniture and drapery. Uh, none of the Bellevues, uh, present themselves, but you hear, uh, cackling laughter coming from, uh, inside, uh, the fort. Uh, the next room uh, is start, these these chambers start to be a little bit more crowded. Uh, this one uh, seems to have some some uh, perhaps there are family units in here. You see Bellevues and some of them are holding um, uh, kind of uh, uh, small small children or even in, in even babies. Uh, they look at you you know suspiciously but not very aggressively. Uh, it's it's all kind of filthy and there's lots of uh, debris and and bits of food all over the floor. Um, the next one, as you're getting toward the end of the hallway here, there's eight Bellevues crowded into this room. Uh, they're singing um, and and kind of just kind of cavorting around. They seem to not really be aware that you're even at the door. Um, and then um, the uh, the final room is crowded uh, with uh, with Bellevues, and they are um, they're just looking at you. Um, it's packed wall to wall with with Bellevues. Um, and they they seem kind of uh uh just unaware of of what's going on in there um but one one by the door kind of begs for food as the abbot is giving uh passing bowls of stew inside so that is the that is what's happening on the north side of the abbey meanwhile back in the south wing Basilica <laughs> is watching you all eat nom, nom, nom. have you ever tried to eat um Basilica shakes her head no do you want to? She pauses a moment to think about it. Shakes her head. Yes. I will. Like, we, were we served any food here? Yeah. I think yeah, we, we were okay. served like fancy tea, I think. I will, yeah. I will pass Biscuits. her like a finger sandwich then. <laughs> All right. She shoves the finger sandwich into her mouth and chews it noisily. And then, um, like, it kind of just falls out of her face. <laughs> you know, that was a very not, good not a try. first attempt. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not trained in swallowing. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely definitely something we could we could work on uh if, if you the, were uh, interested can you taste she, could you taste what it tasted like she shakes her head no ah uh, did the, did uh, you choose the name basilica or was it given to you she's not sure 
Hmm. Well, if at any point you decide on a new one, I don't know how you would communicate it to us, but if you manage to, we will gladly use it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she shakes her head appreciatively. The uh, the sound of uh, soil. The sound of viola music uh, uh, has stopped and has been replaced with the sound of very loud snoring coming from above. Is the the snorer uh, slash instrument player above a friend? She shakes her head. Yes. Um. Do you think they would like to join us at the table for a conversation? She shakes her head. No. Ah, uh, are they a bit of a loner? She shakes her head. Yes. And I assume then going upstairs would disturb this person. Yes. She kind of shrugs. She's not sure. Mm. Would you recommend that we see any more of the Abbey? <laughs> no idea. Okay. She shrugs it. <laughs> All right. Perhaps. Back on the other side, uh, the Abbot and Otto and uh, Zigfric are finishing up. Uh, the work of feeding all these dozens of Bellevue relatives who seem to be uh, uh, imprisoned here, uh, and they're preparing to uh, make their way back across the uh, the courtyard and return to the group. Uh, Crucible, Imra, anything else that you wanted to uh, accomplish here? Um, mm, I'm just, not that I don't trust him, but I will just roll a medicine check. See if there's anything I can learn about this. Mm-hmm. 22. What are you trying to learn about? Uh, trying to learn about anything I can determine from the, of the condition of yeah. any of these. Well, let's see. Um, their condition is not great. Uh, there are a lot of them. They do seem to be well-fed, um, but they, they do not seem to be malnourished. But they do, um, you know, they're, they're, they, are, they are kind of imprisoned here. Um, the, you, you, you study these and perhaps you've, you've read about these uh, somewhere. Uh, these, the, the unfortunate term for them is uh, mongrel folk uh, crucible, uh, which are humanoids that have uh, either they directly or their ancestors underwent some manner of magical transformation um, such that they have uh, various non-humanoid uh, uh, construction to them um, and tend to incorporate uh, a variety of animal features. Uh, some creatures uh, seek out this type of transformation in the hope that they can like elevate themselves above humanity. Some people are, are subjected to this as a punishment. Um, it, it does. It is not necessarily in any way linked to their mental state. Hmm. I wondered about that. Yeah. Is there, does there just based on my medical knowledge uh, and any sort of magical or religious stuff I can bring to it, does it seem like there would be anything else that could be done for them that is not already being done? It seems like probably not. Okay. Uh, it probably, uh, you know, it's challenging. A, a mongrel folk could be returned to its original form with a greater uh, restoration spell, mm-hmm. but that is not necessarily true for the descendants of them. Ah, uh, okay. So, um, I'll ask the abbot how some of the rooms are really crowded, and some only have a few people in it. Why, like, how did that happen? Did they just kind of go where they wanted to? More or less, some of them uh, get along better with others than than those. They're, you know. Like it's it's not like uh, they are forced to be in one versus the other. Do they get time out of the rooms where they can run around? The abbot looks a little nervous about this. Uh, it's very difficult to make sure that they are contained safely. There have been concerns. It has been many decades since, but there were incidents in the past where some of them escaped and went down to Kresg and caused a great deal of problems. It's unfortunate. Uh, so the abbot, the abbot leads the way uh, back to, uh, to the South Wing. Uh, Otto and uh, uh, Zikfrik have various chores to do, uh, but the, the abbot retakes his place at the head of the table here in the South, um, in the south Wing. 
uh, and looks at all you all as you all kind of reassemble and says, um, well, this has been a big day, a momentous day for us here at St. Mardikov's. A day like this, well, we've never had a day like this. Um, you will you will return when you are ready to take Vasilika with you. Um, you are, of course, free to, to spend the night here, and I will find a, a parting gift for you that will hopefully uh, prepare you for the challenges ahead. And should you think of uh, more questions, I can tell you more about the nature of Barovia. Um, but it is good to have visitors here under our roof. Uh, one last question before we go to bed. Can you name one thing that isn't in Barovia? Well, there are many things that are not in Barovia. Yes, we've, we've started to collect a list of things. Um, we just, maybe something that you have realized is not in Barovia that you, by golly, wish was in Barovia. I wish there were more souls. Oh. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and so we draw this somber episode to a close. You have learned much, and yet with each answer, there are more questions. What is the nature of Strahd, and how can he be defeated? Will you persevere where so many, just, just, Many, many, many have failed before you. Um, can the abbot truly be trusted? He seems sincere, but also clearly not of this realm. Uh, will Vasilica be a trusted ally, or will she kill each and every one of you with her bare hands? <laughs> Just bare hands? For answers <laughs> to questions such as I've these. i friends with a bear. Tune in next time to Total Party Kill, Dog and Pony Show, Curse of Strahd. Dead on dot. The end. Now let's translate the whole episode into... Celestial. 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 Uh, Celestial. Uh, 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 uh.